0: It is episode 63 of Life's a Garden. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always appreciate it. My guest today is a tattoo artist. She does all of her work out of Magic City Markers in the Billings Heights, who this Sunday, August 29th, is hosting their 9th annual Tattoos, Brews, and Barbecues. We'll tell you all about that. And I've got a ton of questions about the art of tattooing. So let's get into it. Please welcome to the show, Sammy Jordan. Sammy, good to see you.
1: Yeah, it's good to see you too.
0: I know, it's been a while, actually, right? It
1: actually has, yeah. It's been been a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. So
0: thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate you coming.
1: Yeah, no, it's cool. Thanks for having me.
0: Let's uh start it off by talking about what's going on this weekend.
1: Yeah, it's actually um pretty cool. So I'm working at Magic City Markers, um and we're having our ninth annual Tattoos, Bruise and Barbecue on the 29th. So that's a really exciting thing we're doing. Um super stoked about it. It's- really a way we can just give back and you know help people out in the process and have fun doing it so right we're gonna have I mean Cutthroat is gonna be playing that's you guys you know that yeah and then um got us Mopsquito
0: Mopsquito and pressure now
1: yeah no thank you so much for helping us with the music on this event yeah I mean it's awesome so we're gonna be doing a couple awesome donations to Aiden's army they um send kids cancer baskets actually like blankets and like things to make them comfortable when they're getting care and then to the vet meat locker and hopefully we have a great time when we help them so
0: awesome yeah and that's a it's a cancer awareness thing right
1: yep cancer awareness and then um just the vet meat locker too we usually help them every oh year. yes okay yep cool so yeah it's a way to, for us to give back um to you know our customers the community and just you know all get together and it's usually all local especially this year with covid being so hard we thought hey let's get all the local people together and you know get some feet in everyone's doors so
0: that's awesome and what did you say the 19th annual or the ninth the ninth still that's awesome yeah like
1: no it's super cool
0: i didn't realize that was going on as long as it has been
1: yeah me either it's just seems like time's flown like i remember us doing like our sixth annual and stuff and then it's like boom we're at nine like
0: so crazy. were you at magic city before then because you stopped Mm-hmm. doing tattoo for a while.
1: I did stop for a little while. I was at Magic State Markers uh, before when I was tattooing as well. Um, and then I actually stopped for a while to spend more time with my son, um, kind of get my own life together. And I'm super happy to be back at it this year.
0: Awesome. So. I will get into... I, I do want to talk about the tattooing for sure. But let's just... Uh, Tell everybody uh, where they can go for this, and I don't know. You yeah. might have already mentioned it.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, So we're having the Tattoos, Brews, and Barbecues at Magic City Markers. It's 1106 Main Street. Okay. Um, and it's just going to be in our lot up there, um, and it should be a great time. You know, the more the merrier. So we're Starts hoping... at
0: 3 o'clock, right? Yep, yeah.
1: starts at 3, and I believe we're going to be going until, gosh, until we, we can stop, I guess. Cool. It's going to be our all-night little event. Um, I want to say... I'm trying to remember when it ends. I think it's 10 o'clock is when we got. Okay. We're going to do 3 to 10. So. Cool. If it goes later, it goes later, but I think we're planning at 3 to 10.
0: I think, like, as far as to 10, it's the music, really, right? Because mm-hmm. it's the noise ordinance. Yep. So, even if the so, music ends at that point, we can still Yeah, probably... We're
1: still planning on having a great time. Cool. And, so. like,
0: and f- which food trucks are going to be out?
1: So, I know for sure that we're going to have Sandy's there. Sweet. And then um, it's actually going to be one of my coworkers is barbecuing up a ton of food. Cool. So, we're going to have some home-cooked food. We're going to have Sandy sandwiches there. Um, we're going to have some drinks and, you know, have a great time. Yeah, who's um, the,
0: uh, who's, because um, it's brews too, right? So, is there like yep. a certain uh, brewery that's supplying or is it kind of just from all over?
1: I'm actually figuring that out a little bit still right now. Oh, okay. Yep. So, I do have to meet with a couple people Monday. We're getting the last, last ends tied up and the brews is the last end I'm having to get tied up. okay i
0: mean that's gotta be some kind of you know that's something difficult right because don't you have to have like i don't know permits and stuff like that yeah
1: you have to have like a. we had to get our open container permit for the evening because we're not a bar you know anything like that it's just an event so right getting that stuff together and going from there has been a little bit difficult um but we're it's getting sorted out so
0: because you just get somebody to cater essentially right and then they are have the, the license to do so yep yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a bunch of red tape you got to go through for all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely. I didn't know there was so much to put on an event. Yeah, it's, I've never put on a big event, and I'm like, wow, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> but
0: we're kind of in the middle of trying. Like, I'm not really. I'm kind of just on the outsides of it. But they're trying to put out an event up at the FOE oh, later nice. this year, and my cousin, who's in the band, he's kind of involved with. It was his idea. So he's getting involved in, like, having to do all that stuff, too. Fortunately, it's at a bar, so, like, you don't got to oh, worry yeah. about that. But still, like, I know what you mean about... Because my ear's to the to the door on this one, too, where it's, like, I'm kind of getting all the inside info on, like, how to set it up. And, yeah, it's not an easy task.
1: Mm-hmm. And you're kind of heading this one, right? Um, I'm definitely... I, um, We were having a little bit of trouble getting everything together at first, so I just kind of was like, all right, we're going to make this happen, and kind of took a little bit of the reins on getting it to work I definitely you know as a whole shop effort I think we're all putting in a good part but cool. I've definitely done a lot a lot of the organizing for this yeah. <laughs> so um I think the actual event activities is where everyone else is really going to step in and pull some weight for me but I've I've been doing a lot of the organizing yeah
0: <laughs> God, I think I don't think I've been to one of these and it's probably been at least three years yeah because I know I went to one do they used to do it at the shrine
1: I don't. The or is it ones, always been out there? I think it's pr- always been out there. If I'm honest, I honestly can't remember if they've done it at the shrine before. Mm. I know the ones that I've been present for have been up at the shop.
0: Okay, maybe I went to something else then.
1: Yeah, it could have been in the years that I wasn't there because I didn't go to the event at all when I wasn't there. Gotcha. So.
0: Right on, dude! I'm excited. It's gonna be a blast.
1: Yeah, it should be a great time. It'll be it'll be a ton of fun. I'm excited too. <laughs> so is
0: is I'm just curious as like since I'm playing, is it like a one of those uh what's the stage setup
1: so he sent me a link but it's like a big mobile stage like trailer okay. setup yeah. um i, I got can show idea. you later for sure because he sent me a picture of it
0: i pretty much have the idea like i because I, sometimes you know like we played at andy's just a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh it was kind of a it was it was a it was a level stage like a riser stage with yeah. like a, a canopy and that was, it worked fine like that's fine yeah it's definitely I'm just like a
1: trailer setup
0: right okay i've played on that before. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and I'm sure there's a couple different styles of those, but I already get the the concept, which is awesome. And yeah. I haven't even I don't even know that I know the layout out there. It's pretty big, yeah.
1: Yeah, our lot's actually it's fairly big, so um, we should we'll probably have the band set up in like the little back area of that parking lot, and okay. then the whole rest of the lot should be fairly open. You know, like we've had ton of space in the past to be able to do it.
0: And... Yeah, if you've done it before, it's not. Like... Oh yeah. This is like. I didn't never
1: realized how big our lot is until we get people in it. I'm like, oh, wow, we can still walk.
0: <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. So, are you guys doing tattoos during the event? Like, is that something that goes on or is it just kind of promotion and all that um,
1: stuff? We are planning on doing some, like, Magic City markers, like Flash. So, you come in for the event, tattoos, brews, and barbecues. Obviously, if you're drinking, please don't come in and get Flash. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. not going to be drinking and get a tattoo. But before you have drinks, if you want to come in, you know, support us, whatever it is, we're going to be doing a Flash sale. I I'm not quite sure on the pricing yet. It's we'll be figuring it out for the night, so I guess it'll be a surprise for you guys to come in and see what specials we are running. Cool. But, um, yeah, we're definitely going to be drawing up some flash sheets for the evening. So
0: awesome! Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. So for anybody that wants to come out, uh, Sunday, August twenty ninth. Yep. Three o'clock. Magic City Markers. It's gonna be a blast. We're yep. gonna have a good time.
1: Should be a ton of fun. Be excited to see everyone there.
0: Absolutely. All right. Now. This is what I've been waiting to like talk to you about. So, tattoos. Let's just start off, when did you get started in doing tattoos? Like, give me like kind of your back story on just getting involved in doing tattoos.
1: So, I actually I started an apprenticeship in 2011 if I remember right. Um I relic tattoo. My mentor was actually Dustin who had owned relic at the time. Okay. And I never really imagined or thought about doing tattoos. I always wanted to work in the medical field. like an EMT or a surgeon or something medical. Um, I really wanted to mer- work in emergency medicine. Um, so I was kind of on that kind of a path and I went in and actually got a cover up done right here from the fellow who owned Relic. Mm. And he ended up asking me if I was interested in tattooing. I um, took a graphic design course in high school where I could draw up like ambiograms and word art and stuff and I had talked to him about you know drawing up word art before and he's like can you just do that out of your head and I was like yeah I can draw an ambiogram out of my head here we go so I ended up doing some drawings for him and he ended up taking me on as an his apprentice um which was really cool it's just something I never imagined and um it just kind of started from there and I kept going with it and it's a job that I I absolutely adore I couldn't be luckier to have you know something I love doing more so that's so cool yeah it's nice to walk into work every day and be like doing something that you're just so passionate about doing right and you know and especially when people come in and it's like tattoos really mean can really mean something to people it's just to me it's putting like it's beautiful to do art on people and have it be so appreciative you know so appreciated
0: yeah so my problem see i've always been fascinated with tattoos like i i can't help but watch you know tutorial videos or like ink master Mm -hmm. like i get sucked into that show yeah and it's not just because of the drama and all that stuff like that's fun but it's the work it's the artwork and i mean obviously i don't have any tattoos so my problem has never been wanting them because i do i know i have like a list in my head of everything i want it's just the whole idea of um forever it's like committing to having that forever
1: Yeah, it's definitely, like, something to, like, think about. I know that I have a few tattoos where I, like, did not think about, and I'm just, like, doing it. Yeah. And I'm, like, you know what? I don't regret them. I love all my tattoos. But in hindsight, like, huh, maybe I shouldn't have gotten that one. Really? (laughs) So, it's definitely, at least for me, maybe I should have thought a little bit more. Mm. They're all done very well.
0: (laughs) See, and that's my (laughs) other problem. My other problem is usually, like, and I'll pay extra for top quality artists. But my worry is I'm going to walk in, get something, and it's not going to turn out the way I want it, even Mm. if it's not bad. Because, obviously, that's that's everyone's biggest fear is, like, it's going to turn out poorly. Yeah. But even if it's just, like, not what I expected. Yeah. And I'm so picky about, like, just things like that, especially art, because I did a lot of art growing up, and I don't do it as much anymore. But, you know, I have an eye for it, at least. So I'm just picky about it from my perspective and if it's on me forever ugh.
1: yeah definitely like you gotta find someone that you just vibe with because you know the For more sure. that you're vibing with them the more they're gonna pick up on what you're putting down and you know it, it'll turn out more of your vision if you're you're with someone who has the same vision if that makes right. sense absolutely so like I know clients and it's like I'm not gonna do it that as well as this person would for you and i have no problem saying that or telling someone like yeah if you're unsure about like any of this like talk to people like you know it's a whole community of people that can do art there's so many different artists with so many different strengths and finding the one that works with what you want to do right is totally totally awesome so
0: do you feel like you have a specific um style like what's what would you say is your specific style or your uh strongest medium because I know a lot of people are, are better at new school a lot of people are better at American traditional what do you think um, your like niche is where are you strongest or do you have multiple
1: you know it's something I've never really thought about I just kind of like roll with it huh. and um I know what I'm not I know what I'll say no to I know what I'm not strong at okay so um, what would that be like, I'm not going to be your portrait person. Like I,
0: Portraits are probably one of the hardest things to do, I can imagine.
1: If you want, like, a, a gremlin or something, like, by all means, I can make it look like a gremlin probably, but I'm I'm just, I know my areas where I'm not strong, and that's definitely a lot of that really intricate, like, things that you're going to do, like, reali- like, realistic portraits and stuff, you know? For sure. I've done some characters and stuff, like the Joker and everything, but it's not like putting your, like aunt or your child or your mother on your skin it's you know completely different when he gets into that realm
0: well it's like you've when it comes to like something like the joker or something you've seen that image so many times Mm -hmm. so you don't know what somebody's kid looks like you just know from the picture and if you if you miss any detail they're the ones that are going to notice not you Mm -hmm.
1: i feel like it definitely takes like a really special kind of talent to get those things like spot on and, you know, a ton of work to go into it to make sure that you're you're getting that spot on. So, other than that, you know, I do... I've done a lot of, like, realistic, like, flags, animals, things like that lately that I've really been killing it at. Um, That's kind of been, like, something I've been really proud about lately is some of my work there. Um, I love being able to use bright colors. I, oh, yeah, okay. I love the bright, fun colors. I don't really think... Maybe I just don't realize what it is, or maybe I'm still kind of looking, but I really don't know what my actual like style is i guess
0: (laughs) nothing wrong with that but i've seen your work and your work's very very good
1: oh thank you i appreciate it so
0: um i'll have to throw some up in the on the on the video podcast so people can check it out heck yeah but uh what was i gonna ask you okay so speaking about clients give me like a good story do you have any good stories where it's like you had a difficult client and we don't got any, no names oh, yeah. or nothing like that.
1: But. Um, Let me think really quick. I've been pretty lucky because I've heard a lot of, like, stories, and I've seen it happen where, like, clients will pass out or something. And I'm, okay. like, always been terrified, but I've never had any of that. I feel like I've been, like, pretty fortunate, like, you know. Um, let me think. This might be an awkward moment of silence.
0: Or maybe, I mean, I guess if somebody was – impatient with with the how long it was taking or the pain tolerance
1: i'd say probably the most difficult people i have are the ones that are just extremely rude like right out the get-go like Mm. um a lot of it's like when you're drawing custom artwork and it's like i don't know how to explain it um like having someone like telling you how like you're going to do it for one hundred and fifty, or you're going to do this, oh. like, um...
0: Trying to negotiate price and all that.
1: Those things are, it, it gets frustrating, because it's like, if you want good artwork, it's... I'll work with you, but you can't, like, tell me how I'm going to work with you in some of those cases. Sure. Um, it's just, I've had some very difficult clients as far as, like, attitude, um, people being just kind of generally, like, rude... I feel like there's some bad stigmas associated with, you know, being a tattoo artist, like a stereotype, people label it with, For like, sure. being, oh, you're a tattoo artist, are you druggie? Like, things like that, and you have people coming off, like, right out the gate, very rude, and it's like, oh, I still have a family, and, like, do my life. I'm it's not, like, you're
0: like, getting a tattoo, you're here to get the same thing that yeah. I'm, a, my lifestyle runs around, like, yeah. how does that make you any different than what I might be? So,
1: I think it's just more difficult when you have people that come in with this, like, idea of they're walking into a tattoo shop and so you must be like some like weird person or something i don't know sure but i've been pretty fortunate as far as clients go i don't really have any horror stories with people and their pain tolerance or screaming and yelling at me or you know passing out or anything like that um i've definitely seen it there's been people and it's like it's normally just a blood sugar thing like it happens but it's always scary because you're like what
0: just happened (laughs) right see i'm not worried too much about pain like i've i have a pretty low pain threshold but i mean when i got stitches the last couple times it sucked but it wasn't like unbearable and that's probably more painful than what the tattooing itself would be and it was in my finger Mm -hmm. you know like that's a sensitive area yeah so it's like i was able to manage that and it wasn't and like i've had so much like dental work that that stuff sucks like I, I honestly Dude,
1: dental work does suck oh. I'm a wuss at the dentist like
0: <laughs> when it comes to pain I don't think anything is more crippling than tooth pain like tooth and ear pain mm-hmm. that those are the two things that will cripple the strongest person
1: yeah I remember when my like I had a wisdom tooth taken out and when it was coming and I was like I can't move my face oh <laughs> I didn't know what was wrong I like went into the, like the doctor and everything I was like what's wrong I can't move yeah it can't talk it sucks. <laughs>
0: I had this one tooth that, it literally, they they did a root canal on it, thought they fixed it, it didn't it didn't quite take, so they had to go and do it again, didn't take still, so they were trying to salvage the tooth, they had to cut open my gum, and like, basically amputate one of the roots, Ooh. they thought it worked, and then for like, two years, it was always like, flaming up again, like no pain, obviously, like the tooth was dead no pain but it would like basically get infected so for a while there I was like I want I spent so much time effort and money in this tooth that I wanted to keep it and it just never fixed so we ended up pulling it so all of that pain and and time and just irritation of it just to have it pulled when I could have done that years ago and Mm -hmm. I just did that like a year ago I got it pulled
1: oh man yeah I've got like a half tooth over here and I keep telling myself I'm like I'm gonna go dentist but it doesn't hurt so I'm like maybe I won't maybe I won't go dentist
0: see <laughs> see, well and that's just it that's kind of where I was at I was like I'm not gonna fuck with it because it's not giving me any pain like like I said every now and again it would flame up and get kind of puffy and like towards the end I was starting to notice like kind of a, a pain in my eye almost like it was starting to like tingle up here when the, when it mm-hmm. would act up so my brain immediately goes to the like it's spreading. Like infection's gonna spread up into my eye, I'm gonna lose my eye, or like it's gonna go up into my brain. Oh yeah, that would <laughs> You know what I mean? And I'm gonna die because of my tooth. Obviously probably overreacting. Mm-hmm. But um
1: I mean when your face gets infected, what else are you gonna think? Like it's so close to your head. Exactly.
0: Like- so that's where my brain goes, is like it's gonna it's spreading. Got it pulled? Haven't had any, like, no tingling, no nothing. And so, like, I don't know if I was right or if that was just in my head. And now that it's gone, like, I don't have that worry. But that definitely was, uh, like, the tooth was acting up and, like, causing it to inflame because I haven't had it happen since, so. Oh, nice. Good on that end.
1: Well, it's good it's fixed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, thank God.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely still, like, scared of the dentist. I'm, like, a little, like, five-year-old, like,
0: (laughs) I don't even want to go to get my teeth cleaned half the time because Mm -hmm. I've just had so many issues and don't get me wrong, I brush and floss and do all that stuff every day now because i am just so, I don't want to have to go. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're supposed to get your, like, weekly, or your, you know, whatever, six-month cleaning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: however it goes, and nah, I'm, I don't even like doing that because just sitting in that chair gives me anxiety.
1: Yeah, I definitely just, like, I've never had a bad experience at a dentist either. It's just, like, this completely irrational thing I have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had to tattoo somebody who was uh, a first-timer? Yeah. Ooh, how's that?
1: It's a hit or a miss. I feel like no matter what, even, like, when you're covered in tattoos, every time you get a tattoo, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. But, you know, getting your first tattoo, it's like, oh, no, like, for real. (laughs) And sometimes it's like, oh, this isn't nearly what I thought. And I think 90% of the time that is, you hype yourself up thinking, like, this is gonna hurt so bad this can be so painful like and then it's like kind of like a cat scratch like a hard cat scratch but a cat scratch so they're like oh this is not as bad as i thought right. that's normally what happens every now and then you like you'll get one you do it they're like i love it but i'm never doing this again <laughs> that hurt
0: and then of course they'll end up doing it again i constantly. feel like it just
1: comes back around like i think it's true what people say tattoos are addicting because you get one and then it's like oh i'm another one
0: <laughs> right um have you now? This is something that I'm sure any client would not want to hear, and and you're experienced now, so it's not even a big deal. Have you ever been nervous going into a tattoo, like not not being tattooed, but
1: going into giving, doing giving one. somebody a tattoo? Oh yeah, really? I mean, oh yeah, plenty of times. Um, especially when you know I just come out of my apprenticeship, or when you're doing your apprenticeship, everything sure. you go into, you're like sweating bullets, like sweaty hands in your gloves for days. Um and I mean now it's like I've been doing it a very long time but every now and then I still get pieces and I'm, I'm like, But well, that's no. kind of fun. I just actually I just did one and it's like I knew I was gonna do a really good job on it. Um, it's actually on my page. It's got a big like flag and then that eagle. Uh huh. And um, I knew going into it, I'm like, you're gonna kill this. You're gonna <laughs> do great. Like um, I was still so nervous going into it because it was so like you look at it, you're like. This is gonna. This has the potential to be really bad if I don't do it well. You know, like you still get in your head sometimes.
0: But that's almost like kind of good because it it keeps you on your A game.
1: I feel like it's like you should always kind of have a healthy amount of nervous because you care. Yeah, you know that's true. I don't want to. If I go in there with like, I'm just the shit all the time, and confidence is good. Don't get me wrong. Right. But if I go in there like not caring about how I'm gonna do then
0: yeah that can definitely lead to to slip ups and yeah and over overconfidence can lead to uh
1: yeah so i i definitely you definitely have moments where you're just nervous but you know you you kind of get over it and as long as you're you know your limits you know what you can do well and you know for me i have no problem saying like you know what i need more experience in that spot because i'd rather say that than mess somebody up right so there's definitely my boundaries where if I feel like uncom- way uncomfortably nervous, it's you know what I know somebody for you, but maybe that's not me yet.
0: So when you get started into it, how how do you practice? Like what do you do to to get? Because it never really, you don't really get that first experience until you actually put it to to flash. Yeah. So what do you is what are there are certain uh, techniques or certain. Um, I don't know. Because obviously with, like, when people learn how to do hair, they have mannequins and stuff. Do you have anything like that that you work on?
1: Um Yeah, actually, sort of. So um, a lot of your apprenticeship is on, like, paper working on your lines, your drawing, your artistic skills when it comes to, like, converting art to tattooing. Okay. Um, but then we have, like, a fake skin kind of a thing now that oh, okay. is mainly used where it's, like, an actual piece of, like, I don't... It's almost like rubber, but it's not rubber. Like, it's a weird little fake skin piece. <laughs> Interesting. And you can um, actually run your tattoo machine on there. And it doesn't... I mean, it prepares you to run your machine and actually, like, take that and, like, use it as, like, a medium with your equipment, with your tools. But um, really, when when you're tattooing on a person for the first time, it's still, like, a completely new thing. I know people have talked about... Every mentor is different. I've heard people talk about, like, oh, you tattooing grapefruits or tattooing fake skins or tattooing like they're so i feel like there's so many different things i've heard yeah Um, i've heard of like
0: um, cadavers right like isn't that a thing too sometimes i've i've never heard of that okay
1: um i mean maybe Maybe in some bigger places (laughs) no you're fine maybe in bigger places i don't know i i feel like i don't know i i never have i
0: don't well no uh, yeah i I just didn't know if that was maybe something or or maybe animal skin like
1: i think that people have i've heard like pigskin before i've heard that from people and i know like i've seen videos on like online where it's like i would feel atrociously bad but they like tattooed like actual pigs and stuff i'm like oh my god yeah i feel bad for the pig because they don't even know what's going on you know right and so i'm i'm glad that's not really i don't know if that's actually a thing or not it's like the internet lies sometimes yeah true i hope it's lying about that i don't know (laughs) um (laughs) but i've heard like pigskin's before from people but mainly I've heard the the fake skin is and I mean it's going to be a lot easier to just get a hold of fake skins than to go any other way and then you know it's going to be still you know and once you've kind of figured out how to work your tool it's just figuring out how to do that on people so going into your apprenticeship once you're kind of comfortable once your mentor feels like you're you're making your steps and you're comfortable enough for people it's just a matter of like hey find people who are comfortable with you learning right you're bound to make mistakes i know i definitely did yeah i mean anyone who says they never made a mistake is a a god
0: well and it's like (laughs) anymore it's we're kind of in a time now where tattoo removal is much easier cover-ups are a thing so -hmm. like even if you get a bad tattoo it's not the end of the world like you can definitely get that fixed up Mm -hmm. and covered up and all that stuff have you ever done a cover-up
1: I have done cover-up tattoos, yeah. Is I, that difficult? It depends on what you're covering. I've had some where it was just real easy, you know, it was so faded out, or, you know, the design just flowed with it so good you just pretend it wasn't there pretty much and just tattoo right over it. And I've had other ones where it definitely involved a lot of planning with the design and a lot of different, like, a very challenging kind of a thing. I did a chest cover-up, actually. Oh, okay. For this gal. And she had this, um, almost like, demon kind of figure over here, but the guy had just blacked out his entire, like, mouth. So, trying to work through that and cover up, um, she had a heart in the middle and, like, a bunch of stuff. going through that one, I think, was my most challenging cover up, because it was, like, what do I do with this big black space?
0: Yeah, black, I'm sure, is hard to, to work around.
1: But, um... I mean, it's interesting, too. Like, I know you can kind of work whites over blacks and stuff. It's kind of a process if you actually want them to, like, stay. There's some touching up involved, but, um cover-ups, like I said, it just depends on the piece. I've done some really difficult ones like that one, but then I've done some really easy ones. Like, I got the stick-and-poke star when I was in middle school, and it's, like, not even really there, so you can just, like, poof, right
0: over it. Sure. So, when you start out, do you usually end up doing, like, small tattoos to start? Like, just little... Like, flash tattoo, kind of, almost? Yeah, or, definitely. Because I'm sure they're not going to throw you right into, like, big, intricate pieces.
1: Oh, yeah, no. And there's no way when you're, like, fresh out like that that you would even... I mean, if I was throwing some big intricate piece when I was that new, I'd. there's no way I would have even been able to do it. Right. Um. So you definitely start small and work your way into things. Start small, start simple. And basically, you're really focusing on, like, your lines and stuff when you're that fresh just starting.
0: Because mm-hmm. if
1: you can do some straight lines... Right away on those first people, you're like, I'm winning. <laughs> right. So, and then it just progresses from there as you get experience and practice. You know, you kind of take your baby steps up to where, where you are. Mm.
0: How do, now? This probably fluctuates between shops or artists. How do you like determine pricing for a te- like just generally as far as size, color, detail? It it's gotta like. There's not set ones, right? You kind of got to determine it, or how does that work?
1: Yep, so you just kind of determine it. I know it's pretty popular um, in a lot of shops to do, like, the 100 an hour, um, and that's... Okay. Honestly, pretty fair when you look at, like, your supplies and everything. That's a... It's pretty solid. Um, And then a lot of artists will just charge you by the piece, which is what I do. At the end of my day, I think you're paying for what I put on your body. You're not paying to hang out with me. Right. (laughs) As cool as I am. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so you kind of get to... So I just determine the price. So I look at like, okay, so my supplies are going to cost X amount mm-hmm. um, to be able to set up and do this tattoo. So I need to cover that. And then the artwork that I'm putting on you, you know, what we're put, the time that we're putting in to do your artwork right. and everything on top of that. And it's um mainly just based off of the supplies I'm going to do and the time we're taking into it to be able
0: to give you something good. And how do you determine how long it's gonna take, or do you or or is that all determined afterwards?
1: um like with how long it's gonna take? It's just kind of I have a general idea of like my ability, my skill, and like how quick or slow I'm gonna get something done okay um so and that's what I love about charging by the piece too If it takes me a little bit longer, it doesn't really matter. It's not like you're gonna pay more than I quoted you because it took us a little longer, but um. Generally, I just have a pretty good idea. I can look at something and be like, okay, to line this all out, it's going to take me an hour. To color this all in, it's going to take me a couple hours. Or to shade this all in, it'll take me, you know, whatever it's going to take. Right. Usually, I'm pretty spot on. I can see something and be like, okay, this will take this long. This will take about this long. And kind of go from there. Um, And normally, you go into it kind of having an idea of what you're going to be using, too. Like, oh, okay, for this piece, I'm going to need a three liner because it's you know the del- delicate lines or for this piece I'm going to need something bigger so you kind of have an idea of what needles you're going to use what you kind of want the shading to look like so what shaders you're going to use in there what colors go into it so you can kind of pre-plan that a little bit um mm. definitely like getting something drawn up and designing it right away is like okay cool I have I know what we're doing
0: <laughs> so you you don't really have to go off of a shop fee. It's kind of based... Like what the artist determines then, yes? Yeah. Is that kind of how it goes? Shops will have their minimums. Right.
1: Um, but it is. It's based off of the artist generally. I know in the shop that I work in anyways... Like my minimum pricing is $80. So for anything, if you walk in the door... It's going to be 80 or okay. more. But then from there on, it's... I'm determining my prices.
0: Okay. And so then at the end of it... When you're, like, with a client, do you then have to give a percentage to the shop of what you made?
1: Yep. So, okay. um, shops can be different, but, like, where I work, it's a 40%. Okay. So, and I get 60, a shop gets 40. And generally, it that takes care of things that the shop's buying for me anyways. Right, right. Paper towels, gloves, kind of those bulk things that universally everyone needs. Electricity,
0: all that. Yeah. Like, just the rant of the shop because yep. I imagine it's kind of like how
1: it's like a hairdresser almost. I was going to say it's yeah. like that you're goes renting to the your, space. your space yeah so it's super helpful um, I, I actually really like having a place where I'm just paying a percentage off my work um, instead of like a monthly thing um, but yeah and again it fluctuates um, I think the most popular thing is a percentage kind of base thing at least in tattooing
0: that makes sense was it hard for you to find, like, to make a clientele?
1: Yeah, right away. I imagine that's um, not,
0: like, an easy task to...
1: When you first start up, there's definitely a lot of, like, building, like, and... You know, I personally was so insecure coming out of an impression being like, oh my god, I'm brand new, like... And, and it is difficult. It took me a, a couple years to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable enough for this to be my sole job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um... You know, I'm I'm a parent too, so even at that, I usually always had a second job because it is it is commission. It kind of ebbs and flows, but um, it it did take me a couple of years to actually establish something that was like stable and comfortable.
0: And do you have a uh, returning clients then too? People? Yeah, I, I actually cool.
1: have quite a bit. Cool. So I I absolutely love my clients, and I appreciate the ones that come back so much.
0: That's awesome. And I'm sure like once you build a portfolio, that helps. Oh
1: yeah. Because Definitely. then people
0: can actually see your work and they know what they're getting.
1: Yeah. It's a lot better when you can actually walk into and be like, here's all of the things that I've done. You know, right off the bat, you're just like, hey, here's the 10 pieces I did. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, you have more than that when you're done with your apprenticeship, but it's a lot. You have a much wider ranged portfolio by the time you've done it for a while. Right. So it's a little bit easier to just be like, oh, yeah, I got that. See? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, oh, maybe... <laughs>
0: So I'm I am cu- generally curious about like techniques and stuff. How and I should I should have just known this from looking it up, but it's easier just to ask you. How do you like do blendings and stuff? I feel like that just seems crazy that you can do that with a needle. I know there's different like heads and stuff, right? That kind of help you with the blending, but like to do shading, to do I don't know. So
1: you actually have different like needle types for like lining, shading, things like that. So your liners are going to be like, they all have multiple needles. I mean, there are single needles, but personally, that's not something I'm going to use. Right. Um, generally, um, not something that I really want to use. Um, that'd be extremely difficult line with single needle, but your liners all grouped together really tight. So you have like five, for example, grouped extremely tight. So all of that, all of that ink is put on that single pressure point point in all those needles. And the more needles are in your liner, the thicker it's going to be. Okay. Um, And then for shading, you can have round shaders, which is kind of the same as a liner where it's like this, but your needles are actually spread a little bit more.
0: That makes sense.
1: And so it, instead of putting all that pressure into like making one single black line, you can use it to, um, usually I, I honestly like round shaders for packing color more than anything. If I want something to be really solid, I really like them just because it just goes goes so easy for me personally. Um, And then you have like your mags, which are like, there's so many different types. There's flat mags, curved mags, I mean, all sorts of different like configurations of your needles, but they're going to be like your flat shaders. And a lot of times they're grouped together like this, so they kind of overlap. Okay. And then they're spread out. And the easiest way to describe shading, at least in my head, how it works out, is it's like when you're stippling with a pen, the more dots you put on your paper the darker it's going to be there and the less dots on your paper is where your lighter spots are going to be so when you're putting ink in the skin all these needles are just like poking holes in your skin and the the more holes in your skin the more ink is going to be in there and the less holes in your skin the less ink is going to be there with a the shader
0: that makes sense
1: um and when you're like making your shading smooth it's just kind of important to make sure that it If you run those mags, like, at an angle sometimes, um, you can get, like, little chops. So, it's just making sure that you're getting all of those little stipples or holes in your skin, like, to be smooth. So, you have more here, less here. It's... I don't know how else to explain it other than my brain. Like, I... I, No, I totally understand. (laughs) Um, That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and then lining's just making sure that you just have a steady so you have very uniform... You know, like, everything's just gonna be uniform in your lines. Right. Um, and you end up getting, like, blowouts and stuff when you actually, like, you're going too deep, or you're staying in one spot for too long, like, your volts are too high or something, and you're packing too much ink into that area, or the ink's going too deep into that area. Um, that's when you're gonna see it, like, it spreads under the skin, mm. and that's where you get blowouts.
0: Have you ever had that then?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you could be tattooing forever, and every now and then you're gonna end up having like a little spot and I mean it becomes less and less like not the whole tattoo obviously that's sure. if you're blowing out an entire piece on a consistent basis that's really something that needs to be looked at
0: yeah for sure but
1: uh, you're always every now and then you're gonna have a little spot where you're like oh, I got a little blow out there or something and it happens less and less as you get more and more practice more and more experience but you're always gonna have a moment where you're like yep
0: well, and everybody's skin's different. Like, I'm sure p- certain people react different. S- certain people's skin is a little bit easier to work on, some's a little bit harder mm. depending on
1: I feel like for the most part it's kind of uniform as far as like when you're actually going to... as far as like blowouts or anything like that goes, I think it really does depend on me. Oh, okay. Um when it comes to like getting the ink to actually go in the skin really nicely, like some people's skin is like a little stretchier, or like you have to stretch people's skin a little bit more to actually get it to go in and stay. Or some people it just like whoop right in. You're like oh, but um, as far as like at least how I feel, I think that um when it comes to blowouts or things like that, that's really on me.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you say technique wise for you personally as an artist? It was the hardest to learn as far as lines, shading you know color anything um, like that
1: for me probably like and i mean i still catch myself every now and then struggling to get like that like kind of light smooth looking like shading like people just like um i've seen pieces where it's like light grays and they just like blend just like glorious <laughs> yeah and i still i kind of struggle there like um i'm pretty good if it's like i can go darker But, um, I still struggle to get, like, things that are, like, very light wash, just, like, delicate, light, blended, pretty, without, like, any kind of chops or something, or not going too dark. Um, and I mean, that's something I'll probably always work on, but definitely some of those lighter gray tones and black and gray pieces. Yeah. Um, I've always done fairly well with color. Okay. So it's definitely, I feel more comfortable doing color pieces sometimes than I feel doing black and gray pieces, just because with color... I can kind of bring the gradients together and blend it and black and gray like taking that like black or gray and like washing it into your skin tone so nice I'm like I feel like it has to like blend so perfect and it's not always that way for me <laughs> that makes
0: sense yeah I see and I've always wanted to have black and gray like I always thought that was mm-hmm. if I ever did color because there's a few tattoos I I would like that you kind of need color I always wanted the colors to be on my legs Whereas, like, anything on my arms, chest, back, anything like that, would I would want black and gray.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's totally personal preference, you know? There's beautiful black and gray pieces. There's beautiful color pieces. Um, I'm a very colorful person.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's funny because even though that's never been kind of what I wanted as far as, just, like, it, on my arms or anything, I've seen some great ones that they just fit the people. Like, I think mm-hmm. it just kind of depends on... And I think maybe sometimes your tattoos almost end up making they they just blend with your personality at the end sometime or like you as a person even if like that's not what you initially would have Well, it's have totally
1: a way to express you. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the things you like and the styles you like mm-hmm. are going to they're going to match you. It's you.
0: Awesome. So totally. The um God, what else was I going to ask you about? Uh, oh, yeah. What do you what's the most difficult area to tattoo?
1: Oh, I I feel like again it's going to be like personal artist preference, but um yeah for you places personally. that have like a lot of skin like for me personally i really elbows just mess with me so oh, i don't I'm, know what it is elbows i'm sure just you're not me. the only one I'm yeah sure oh i'm sure too elbows just they mess with me there's just like skin there and it's like a brain fart every time i have to figure out how i'm gonna like stretch the skin right elbows mess with me
0: <laughs> what uh what do you think are like some of the easier spots
1: Um, thighs are great. It's like this, like, and your backs, because it's just like this canvas. Generally, it's, like, pretty tight on your skin already. Um, backs are really nice, because it's just, like, literally this big, flat canvas board of awesomeness. Um, and I love tattooing necks. I don't... Okay. I don't know why. It's, like, one of my favorite spots, just because it just is.
0: Huh. Have you ever had to do, like... Like, I know some people get them on their lips... Or, like, uh, finger tattoos, I'm sure, are difficult.
1: Fingers are... It's hard to not blow them out, to be honest, and to get them to stay. Like, to find that, like, nice in-between middle. Like, I did all of these. Oh, wow. But you can even see, like, they are they're a little fuzzy. They're yep. gonna stay but they're a little fuzzy.
0: My cousin had his knuckles done and he said uh, they had some blood issues.
1: Yeah, either that or um, you'll do them and then they fade out really quick because you're always doing something with your hands. Washing
0: your hands a lot. and mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just using them a lot. Um, okay. So, have you... First, I'll ask, have you? And if not, what is your, like, personal policy when it comes to tattooing like genital areas
1: um i have done that
0: okay (laughs) (laughs) okay
1: i have done that um i mean it's skin it's there on your body the one thing that concerns me is hygiene sure that so personally it's like if you're gonna come in here and you're not showered or like if like i don't want to sound like a bitch but if you're generally not a clean person maybe that's not the place for you to get that dude there's a lot of sweat there's obviously bodily fluid down there it's issues with infection and if stuff if you're going to have it you need to keep it hygienic have you ever um, had issues with that um the i've only done it twice okay and the two people that i have done it for one gal i she told me ahead of time and she's been one of my clients for a long time and I had full trust that she's gonna keep that clean and it did she kept it extremely clean it healed beautifully actually ended up looking really cool (laughs) so um and then the other one that I did it for was actually a, a guy and it was just extremely small but again he definitely had come and he's like he already had tattoos he knew what he was in for um I talked to him about like making sure everything's kept you know clean and everything down there and he again he had no issues but I feel like it's definitely something. If you're going to get a genital tattoo, you have to realize, like, that's also where you're using the bathroom yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. else. Like, keeping that clean is difficult, and you need to pay extra attention to keeping it clean. For sure.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I know some tattoo artists are, like, they just won't do it. So, clearly, you're, you're not.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'll you do no it. have no issue with it's it, It's just, yeah. I am going to be picky.
0: Is it kind of awkward? Um... Not, or, not as
1: awkward as I thought it would be. I mean, a little bit, because you're obviously, like, down there for an extended period of time. Right. But, um, not that bad. I mean, I feel like that's definitely something that hurts after seeing those people. Like, yeah. um, I personally don't think I'd be able to do that. That's, like, take some balls. Yeah, but, well. um, after the initial, like, okay, we're doing this, it gets less awkward. It's just, like, right away when you're like, alright, we're actually doing
0: yeah right. I always thought um, if I was ever gonna do it, I would. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just this is an absolute joke. I can't even keep a straight face doing this, but I would do my uh, dick and balls as the Dragon Ball Z, uh, and the dragon emerging from the ball from the Dragon Balls.
1: That's that's great. I, I don't even know what I would do.
0: I could not even imagine doing that. That would... See, okay, and this is, I don't mean to be weird and, like, ask these weird questions, but... Oh, you're fine. If somebody was gonna have their, their dick tattooed, would they have to stay erect, I imagine?
1: Um, so, no. Um, I don't really know how they really would when you're causing yeah. pain.
0: Well, maybe some guys um, like that.
1: When you get it laid <laughs> on there, it's gonna have to be... At least, I yeah you know because it's all of that skin, other than that I mean it's pretty much like just bend it, stretch the skin yeah it's definitely like
0: God, I can't even think like that just <laughs> I don't even want to imagine what that would feel like, yeah so and you know somebody's done it, yeah, a hundred percent like it's
1: definitely been done, but i don't I don't want to know how it feels either
0: there's not any i can't because imma- I've seen people get their eyeballs tattooed
1: yeah that's, that's insane nuts.
0: so okay yeah there's a question for you is there anything that you will refuse
1: someone's eyeballs yeah i don't want to oh that made that would make me too nervous i'd be like
0: of course yeah
1: i don't want to like that's too much
0: so is I that it that. everything um, else is kind of on the table oh okay any artwork specifically that you'll refuse is not 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 because of difficulty but because of like because you don't want to put that on somebody um if somebody came up to you and was like hey i want this tattooed on me and you're like no i'm not gonna put that on your body
1: i'm sure it's out there i haven't really had to do something just based off of like like not wanting to do that specific artwork okay i feel like people are usually pretty mindful about what they want on their bodies Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day i mean it's their body if that's what they want um I'm sure there's something out there, though. Like, if someone came in and was like, put this dick on my forehead, I'm going to tell you no.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. So, face tattoos. <laughs> will you do face tattoos and all that? Yeah. Okay. I've
1: done face tattoos. Um, some Cause of I know them there's... actually turn out really
0: cool. Yeah. And, well, it's getting way more popular now to do that. And it is. I just know there's a lot. there are some artists that won't do it just mm-hmm. because they know it will definitely it's affect... It's a face. And yeah. it's
1: going to... It's something to think about before you do it because... Well,
0: it's, gonna it's going pro- to affect your your professional life. Like unfortunately like i mean it kind of depends because it's like if you go as far to do that you're definitely going to be doing a job where you
1: where it's okay having tattoos yeah
0: and there's not a ton of those yeah as far Um, as and i'm not just saying tattoos in general i'm just saying face tattoos face
1: tattoos yeah well generally speaking it's like in highly professional jobs where they're doing that because i feel like it's being way more widely accepted now even you know like i have my palms tattooed and everything and it's not a face tattoo by any means, but even that's kind of like... I've had jobs turned down because I'm so tattooed. Um, a lot of them are like, well, as long as they're coverable, you're fine. But there's no way to cover your face tattoo. It's on there. Yeah. Like,
0: um, well, and I know because like, when I worked at Olive Garden, they eventually did change their tattoo policy. It used to be uh, no visible tattoos. Mm-hmm. But then they changed it where I think you just couldn't have them on your like, neck, face, and hands. Yeah. A- anything else was fine. Like, yeah, it was and it was crazy. your front neck, not your, like, your back of your neck or your, like, side neck. Behind the ears was all fine.
1: Yeah, just not, like, your presentable... Right. ...facing someone. Yeah, no, I feel like a lot of places are still like that. Um, it's definitely something to think about. I mean, if you're gonna face Tattoo, you need... I feel like, personally, you need to recognize it's gonna... Shame, you know, it's gonna influence things in your life because it's there. hmm And... Granted, it's a lot less taboo than it used to be. I remember when I started, it's like I did one face tattoo in like four years, three or four years. I did one face tattoo, and now it's like once a week. I, you know, there's someone who's like, "Hey, you do a face tattoo?" Right on. I can do a face tattoo.
0: How many clients do you think you get like a day? Um, on just, average,
1: it just depends. Um, like I know for Friday thirteenth, I did not do the sale that day. Mm. Um, however, like Alyssa and Kush did. Um and I think they did like twenty something tattoos each oh. that day. Um, That's a flash then, sale, is it? Yep. Like, yeah. So there's days where you're like, man, I did like twenty eight tattoos, and it's usually a days like that where you're running a sale. Um. Then there's other days where it's like I worked on this big piece all day, or it's just slow day and you do one. Um. If I was gonna average them together, like probably like a high being like five. Um, a low being like three. If I was just gonna like average, sure, my general somewhere days in together. general range. Yeah, I'll have days where we will say an like, average of four. Yeah, because I'll have days where I'm like doing seven or eight, and they're just all really small. Okay. Or I'll, you know, a group of friends comes in, and there's like that whole group right off the bat is like five real small things or something, and then you have your normal appointments. Um, but then I have days where it's just like, well, I did one.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure it's it kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get your. Yeah, especially your larger days appointments.
1: You come into work, you're like, this is my all day.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so uh, as far as, like, kids or, you know, underage, obviously, parent... How does that work?
1: So, it's um 16 with parental consent. Okay. So, 16 with your parent, their ID, their person, their signature in the shop.
0: <laughs> and then 17, 18...
1: And then 17, they still need all the same things as 16. Oh, okay. Once they're 18 obviously them. yeah
0: yeah and so who's what's the youngest person you've put a tattoo on
1: um the youngest person i believe is 16 okay mm-hmm. so not bad yeah well not believe it's all in paperwork the youngest yeah. person i have done a tattoo on is 16. <laughs> fair enough but um i know some people like who have like i have friends who's like i got a tattoo when i was 14 and i'm like dude <laughs> yeah right <laughs> where <laughs> <laughs> and when i was 14 i was like where'd you go i want to go <laughs>
0: What uh? What was your first tattoo?
1: My first tattoo was actually the sparrows that I have on my chest. Right okay. Here. So... Just
0: the two of them. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I had drawn up a like bird and brought it into a shop here in town, and he did them for me, and I was so not expecting how it felt, but, I mean, first tattoo's on your chest. I just... Yeah. I was way overconfident. I was like, this is gonna be fine.
0: <laughs> how old were you when you got that?
1: I was 18 okay. when I got my first tattoo.
0: And then, um and obviously you just
1: it just went from there I got that one and then I got one on my side um I filled in the rest of my chest eventually and then I got my apprenticeship and just kind of numb covered yeah right <laughs> I'm running out of skin now I have to think <laughs> about what I get <laughs> What
0: was your uh, most painful one?
1: Oh, my palms.
0: Oh, oh, I can only they imagine. They were like
1: we actually just did my other palm not that long ago, but that was What did you get on that one? So, this one is so when I pound it.
0: Yeah. I remember you showing me that Yeah,
1: and then this one's a heart. Because I just. Oh, cool. I don't know. I like it. It's like my heart's in my hand. I like it. That's cool. That was definitely, for me personally, the most painful tattoo I've ever had. I can only imagine. Um, There's some other painful ones, but
0: I think that takes the cake for me. For sure. And then I saw you, you just did the neck too, didn't you? That was pretty recent.
1: So, I had it outlined a little while ago. Alyssa at the shop's doing it for me and at the time she's we were talking she's like i've never done a throat or a neck and i was like well
0: you are now let's
1: do it so she outlined it for me and then she just started walking and some of the shading it's still kind of in its angry healing stage
0: because mm. that's yeah you just got that done recently didn't you
1: yeah it was about a week ago it's kind of it's almost healed now it's just annoying and itchy and trying to flake yeah just doing those things so but how'd that feel In the middle, it was not fun. Like, right on the throat? Yeah, like, right down here, right down your throat, it was, like, when she was outlining, it was, like, hot razor. I was like, oh, my God! Damn. (laughs) And then the sides of it were weird. It just kind of vibrated, and I got, like, goosebumps. Okay. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, we can do the sides all day. And then when she was shading it, it was definitely better than lining it, hands down. But it, it was still the same. The middle sucked. And then the rest was just gravy. So... I thought it would hurt a lot more, to be honest, sure, I expected the whole thing to be like hot razors,
0: well, <laughs> that's cool that it didn't, yeah, that didn't do that so I
1: agree, and then, um, the back of my neck felt pretty similar, but maybe I'm just becoming a wuss with tattoos. They just hurt now,
0: that's interesting but, though that like later, you know you've already had so many, and now they're,
1: yeah, I just don't remember I'm sucking so bad when I was little, like hurting so bad
0: I wonder what where that comes from, I
1: don't know. Do you think you'd
0: almost kind of be prepared and like used to it, or I don't know?
1: Yeah, I feel like I've been like a lot more wussy lately. Hmm.
0: <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. How, I don't why know why. Ends.
1: Maybe it's just like my personal pain tolerance has changed over the years, or something. Maybe. Um, I just feel like I've been a wuss lately. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So.
0: I, I'm curious to see how I would react to a tattoo. Like, yeah. Because I always... if I was ever gonna get them, it would be arms, shoulders. I don't think I would do chest. I've never really like had that interest. Um, I probably wouldn't do the neck or nothing. But like mm-hmm. back, I'm like okay with the back. And then like ca- calves. Are calves are calves pretty difficult?
1: It's some people have said they don't hurt at all, and then some people are like, That's the worst. So I, it's very fifty fifty. I I've think my calves too. didn't hurt. Okay. I didn't think they hurt at all.
0: Are they difficult to, to work on?
1: Oh no. Okay. It's it's the skin there's still pretty like tight there it's like it gets difficult when you have like places like joints where it's like you're stretching a lot of skin i feel like sure um it's definitely i don't know the best way to describe tattoos is it kind of feels like you get a sunburn and then you scratch it and it's like that like kind of sharp pain and then just like a little burn after and it's like that's interesting <laughs>
0: hmm. yeah i'm just i'm a little curious to see how i would react well tattooing aside what else have you been up to
1: Oh, what else have i been up to oh god
0: I you were saying like... something about boxing
1: i do so i am i'm actually part of like a this recovery gym called the phoenix okay and um i do boxing through them i'm um, down at um they do their boxing through apc which is another gym in town
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um their boxing is um that he does on wednesdays is part of the phoenix and i've had a lot of fun doing that um getting back into actually getting in shape working out and it's been such a positive outlet for me. I'm definitely not, like, competition. <laughs> I mean, and
0: that's nothing wrong with that. I, boxing is so, a great form of exercise. And I've been thinking about yeah. getting into kickboxing.
1: I think it's a ton of fun. I mean, I would. At least try it if it's something you're into cool. Well, but... I
0: hate cardio. Yeah. And, there's... like, that's a good form of cardio that's not just running.
1: I know. When I first started it, I didn't even think about how much cardio goes into that stuff. And I was, like, because I'm a smoker and stuff. And I was, like, first day, and I'm, like, <gasps> Of dying for sure, <laughs> and then it gets better. But it's definitely something I really enjoy. Cool. I really enjoy
0: it. How long have you been doing that then?
1: Um, a while now. Like, oh god, I don't think about timelines. I just figured this out this year. Okay. <laughs> Sometime within this year, I started. Okay. So, um, I I want to say six months or more ago.
0: And you go what like? couple times a week.
1: Yep, I go a couple times a week. I go Wednesdays, Saturdays. There's some days that I'll go like on a Monday morning or something. Cool. Um it's definitely just something like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I like it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I really do want to get into the kickboxing. i am just a lot of it right now is money and time. Mhm. And it's not that I'm I can't afford it. It's that I've like had to sink up I just bought a bunch of tickets to go to some football games and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. So I'm just like fulfilling my vice of going to sports events and that's if anything that's my vice is like wanting to go travel places and that gets expensive
1: yeah no i i hear you there i always thought it'd be cool to like actually like you know have a fight but i'm so yeah. little it's like i don't but, know good luck finding a 30 year old that weighs 100 <laughs> pound
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you would you you'd just end up in a certain weight class yeah that's what's that's nice about fighting is like they actually do pair you up with somebody similar to you Mm -hmm. and you just got to have the skill set to be able to do that yeah my sister fought uh mma for just i think she had two fights yeah she might even only had one i don't remember but her doing that and like going through that whole experience made me feel like i kind of wanted to do that and then after watching fights and stuff because i'm super into mma and all that I do not want to get punched in the face. <laughs> There's just it's fun to watch and it's a cool like sport.
1: Like I don't want to get hit though. God no.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> and like the weight class I would have to be in would I mean, it doesn't matter. They're all killers. Like I'm not going to fu- I'm I'm I just turned 28. So like by the time I built the skill set to actually get in a ring or octagon, I'd be I'd have to, I'd be like 30 or 31. And it's just like, that's just during a lot of people's primes. Mm-hmm. Which you'd be fighting all kinds of different, you know, age groups. It doesn't really matter, but... Ugh. <laughs> I, I just can't... I can't put myself past getting punched in the face. Much like I can't get past, you know, the commitment of forever on a tattoo. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I hear you there. As I just don't really think about it much. It just happens, and I'm like, oh, well.
0: <laughs> right. How's, uh... How's the kiddo?
1: He's been doing good. It's crazy. Um, he's turning like nine in September, and time just flies. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. I'm like, oh my god, what happened?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, I was just checking
1: time. Oh no, you're totally fine.
0: Um, what else was I gonna see? I don't know why I thought that was all jacked up, but it's fine. Oh, yeah, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> um, still living at have you kind of moved around like
1: i'm um, still just living here in town um i'm actually i've still been staying with my mom oh okay
0: yeah so. that's right that's what that's what i knew last so mm-hmm. okay cool
1: yep so it's been kind of nice i'm just trying to get myself on my feet after all the covid yeah life and everything else has been rough <laughs> yeah of course yeah <laughs> but that's okay i absolutely love my family and i'm so blessed to have family that's there for me all the time
0: absolutely so um and then you've been back tattooing how long
1: Um, right now it's been, again, I'm terrible with timelines. Um, I want to say I've been back for, since, when did I go back, like April or March? It was definitely, I feel like it was before my birthday. Okay. Um, I want to say April or March.
0: Was it hard transitioning back into it? Or was it kind of just like riding a bike?
1: It, honestly, I thought it was going to be a lot more difficult than it was. I came back into it and it was, my first couple days I was, I was really nervous for almost every piece because I'd just been out of it for so long. And then it turned out like riding a bike and I was like, Oh. Obviously there's a few things again where I'm like, okay, I need to kind of, you know, get back to work on these things, a little bit of practice here and there to get myself back to where I actually was. But um really all in all it went back pretty quick. Like, okay. Um building clients again is like starting over. Yeah. For me, but I have a few clients that were like, Oh hey, you're back I'm like, yes That's awesome. But um it's kinda like pushing the restart button on that a little bit, so that's been challenging. Um, but as far as actually like going back and actually tattooing again, it was f- very similar to like, oh, okay, I I can do this. <laughs> nice. Well, cool.
0: Um, anything else like new in your life or anything else going on? Oh
1: God, no, I'm a homebody. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that, really. Yeah, I'm like, it's. I feel like it's always the same thing. Um, I have no life.
0: <laughs> well, we got the. We got the Tattoos Brews and Barbecues coming up. So. We
1: do. That's, like, the excitement of my whole week. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited,
0: too. I'm I'm actually really excited to do that.
1: I'm too. super stoked, and it'll be so nice to just see, every, you know, people in the community getting out and having a good time. Absolutely. I, just, I feel like that's something we haven't been able to do in forever.
0: Yeah, and it's it's starting to come back, so mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, it'll be fun for this one to do all that, and I'm sure god it seems like there's a lot of people getting ready to go to that too
1: it does i'm like i'm super excited i'm super excited to see what we have for turnout on it i know our previous years have all been pretty pretty good mm-hmm. i think maybe i'm just more nervous this year because i've never actually played a role in actually putting it on other than like i will be there and i will help so i'm i'm just nervous with like oh my god i hope people will come <laughs>
0: no it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real yeah
1: blast, so. it should be a blast though either way yeah. so i'm super stoked it's still going to be a good time. Still going to, you know, donate to some things that we're passionate about. So, that makes me happy.
0: Me too. And I'm, so. I'm happy to be a part of it as well. So, we're going to have a good time.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to have you guys be a part of it. I'm super stoked for the music. Yeah. That's yeah, me gonna too. It's going to be a blast. Um,
0: <laughs> so, I kind of started a new segment on the podcast last week. I'm going to okay. continue it this week. It's top fives. Okay. okay. And I cater it to the guest, kind of. I'm just going to ask you, give me a top five general. Okay. And I'll give you... I'm going to give you two, okay? Just because... And we're going to keep it tattoo related. What are the top five most commonly asked tattoos? So, basically, like, the most basic tattoos that people ask for.
1: Okay. So, I'm going to say, currently, the infinity sign. Yes. Um, Silhouette birds. Interesting. I feel like I do a ton of those. I can see that. Um... There's a specific quote right now that's like she keeps me safe, she keeps me wild, for like two people. Okay, I've done a ton of that one. Um, Little like simple mountain ranges Mm. is really common, and then that's something else I've done a lot of. Hold on. Sun, stars, moons—like little like suns and stars and moons. Yeah, a ton of those.
0: All right. You hear that? People don't get those tattoos because everyone else already has them.
1: (laughs) Hey, they can still turn out great. (laughs) I know. I
0: just, I've always been. See, that's something
1: that's like a very, very like on a weekly, daily, weekly basis. It's like those things are really common right now.
0: Yeah. See, I, that's another thing. Like if I ever got tattoos, well, maybe eventually I will actually get to doing it. I just have never wanted, I want unique work. I don't want like what's on the wall. Mm-hmm. I want it to be, like, I'm going to tell you, like, this is what I'm looking for. You can kind of create it to your style, mm-hmm. and then we'll work – we'll just kind of, like, I'll I'll see what you've come up with, and we'll work it that way. But I want the artist to have a hand in it and kind of make something unique because they're going to enjoy it more. I'm going to enjoy it more. I want original art. Yeah, I don't want, I like – I
1: absolutely love custom pieces. Yes. Like, I love it when they're coming, and it's like, I can put something on you that's, like – not in existence yet and we just made this like it's our little creativity baby and now it's on your skin
0: (laughs) all right another top five what are your top five favorite tattoos to do
1: oh my top five favorite that's hard and
0: that and you can generalize you can do theme like your favorite theme to work with or your favorite like specific it doesn't really matter so
1: hard right now i'm on this kick where i'm just like killing the flags i'm digging the flags right now i don't know why but I'm about it right now. I'm having so much fun with legs right now. Um <laughs> What's wrong with it? I don't know why. It's just that's been fun lately. Um Oh god. I don't even know. I love doing like um almost like medical kind of looking stuff. Like I I like putting like bones and like medical stuff, like body parts. If that doesn't sound weird, like hearts bones things like that well
0: you said you were thinking um, you were kind of wanting to do medical yeah I, l-
1: I like doing artwork kind of like that like almost like macabre. okay like dead creepy <laughs> medical stuff i don't know like my weird little personal thing that i draw on paper mm-hmm. um oh god i don't even know they put me on the spot hardcore my bad no you're good I don't know. Really, I just go, like, what... Outside of, like, those two things that I'm, like... My personal, like, I... Like I said, just on paperwork and art, I do a lot of, like, weird kind of macabre, creepy half-gory weirdness. And whenever I do get a piece that matches up with, like, the stuff that I like to paint or draw, it's always, like...
0: <gasps> yeah.
1: Um, And then, like I said, right now, I'm, like, in this zone for flags i don't know why other than that it's just on a day-to-day basis i can say like i've done a piece in particular that was like this really colorful feather and that was like one of my favorite things i remember tattooing because it was just so much fun in the moment um i feel like it's just when something walks in the door and it's just like you're feeling it i feel like that's just when it's the thing (laughs) right on well I know I don't have a top five no, on that. No, that's Sorry. fine. I mean, that's kind of why I do two. Because the
0: last time I did it, uh, my last guest, Chaz, he didn't have, like, too much of an answer for one of them. So, that's why I kind of come up with two different ones. Cool. So, it works out that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm,
1: like, got a top five and a top two and a half.
0: Hey, that's fine. <laughs> no, I've i always, like, loved top five stuff. So, it's, like, if we can, like, make it work for a specific thing to do with my yeah, guests. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. So... Um, I asked you before, I always like to close the show with a positive or motivational message from the guest that you'd like to offer up to the audience.
1: Oh, Lord. Let's see here. I don't know. I guess one thing I've been working on this year is, like, making time to love yourself. Like, I think that... To me, that's something I've been focusing on. Like, never be afraid to actually show
0: yourself some kindness. I so, like that.
1: That's been my, my theme of the year, so I'll keep it a theme for here.
0: Cool. I like it. Um, let everybody know where they can come to see you to get tattoos or how they can uh, contact you if they're looking for a new artist or somebody to, to get some ink on them.
1: Yeah, of course. So, my name's Sammy Jordan, um, and I'm working at Magic City Markers. Um I've got a Facebook with all my work on it. Um, And then also our Magic City Markers page. Um, We have a ton of other different talented artists as well. Me personally, you can get a hold of me through the page too. Or just stop on up and see us.
0: Right on. And then uh, one more time for the Tattoos, Brews, and Barbecues. Yep,
1: 1106 Main Street, right up Magic City Markers. So, I mean, again, come see us. We'll have a great time. Even if you're not getting tattooed, come up and have some fun. It'll be awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. August 29th. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you out there. It's going to be a fun time. Come check out the artists. Talk to the artists. If you're interested in getting tattoos, if you're interested in just having some fun, it's going to be a good time. Yep. So thank you for coming on the show. Do appreciate it.
1: Perfect. Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, Thank you all for listening. Please make sure to like, share, subscribe. Always got to say that, and I hate it. But (laughs) (laughs) please do. And uh, thank you all for listening. Be good to yourselves. And don't forget life's a garden dig it